Welcome to the Cadest Home Podcast. My name is Cadest, and I'm an author, a coach, and a consultant who has been exclusively writing, speaking, and coaching individuals from all over the world on the nature of reality, on the primacy of consciousness, deliberate creation, and personal empowerment for over a decade. Now, I personally live and breathe these subjects. From my background in psychology to my 15 years of studying and practicing meditation, exploring a variety of models of reality, I have been an avid explorer of the inner realms of consciousness for more than half my life. What I've discovered and what I've been sharing through my books over the last decade is the accessibility of more nourishing, more empowering, and more orderly states of being. Each one of us with a nervous system has the capacity to access and integrate more harmonious and resonant structures of perception. The very ways of perceiving reality and participating in it that ensure that we experience a higher, more pleasurable quality of life. And this is one of my passions, to help individuals on this planet come into those maps and models of reality that inevitably lead to a better experience of embodied life. In the simplest sense, I want you to have the best life possible. My plan in creating this podcast is to make these understandings, these inspired insights, and the practical tips and tools I share in my work even more accessible to both my existing base and to the new readers, viewers, and listeners who discover my work each day. I want to put as many empowering resources as possible at your fingertips. These timeless conversations on your true nature, on the loving nature of our vastly intelligent universe, on your power to co-create the experiences you desire, on your power to step into and embody increasingly more resonant states of being are so valuable in helping you remain in your sense of connection and power as much of the time as possible. I want you to have that every day of your life. And that's what this show is about. For those of you who already follow my videos on YouTube, who have read my books and follow my posts on social media, I'm grateful for you. These conversations will be a continuation of what you're already familiar with, except now you get them in audio format. For those of you tuning into my work for the first time, I'm very excited to have you join me on this podcast for the conversation to come. Thank you for prioritizing your well-being. In this level of consciousness series, I'll be referencing David Hawkins' scale of consciousness to provide you with a breakdown of the life-rich and empowered levels. These are the levels going from 200 and up, and these are the levels wherein you demonstrate and embody that level of magnetism, that level of receptivity that I talk a lot about in my deliberate creation conversations. In this series, I'll highlight what psychological and emotional patterns arise for integration and embodiment at each of the levels, as well as what psychological and emotional patterns are transcended. And I address 
ways that you can calibrate to the specific level as well as ways that you can transcend that particular level. The levels we'll explore are the courage level, the neutrality level, the willingness level, the acceptance level, the reason level, the love level, the joy level, the peace level, and the enlightenment level. If you do a quick search for David Hawkins scale of consciousness or David Hawkins map of consciousness, you'll see what these levels entail in sort of a preliminary overview sense. But I'll be going in depth on each of the levels. I'll also do a wrap-up episode at the end where I'll touch on some key distinctions that are very useful for you to have on your journey of self-evolution. Levels 600 to 1000 reflect what Hawkins calls the transcendental levels, the enlightened and illumined states of consciousness. These are the states that are typically referenced as moksha, liberation, self-realization, enlightenment, satori, union with the divine, God consciousness, and the like in various spiritual traditions. 600 is characterized by an internal state of infinite peace, which emerges from the core self, from that core center of who you truly are. Your energy field at this level radiates inspiration and compassion. So your energy field is calibrated in a way where what you exude, what you radiate, what you broadcast is a steady and stable frequency of what would register to others as inspiring and as compassionate. Now, the calibration level of the peace level is 600. The emotion is bliss. The process is illumination. The life view is perfect. And the God view is all being. The additional emotions you can recognize as belonging to this level include serenity, tranquility, timelessness, completion, fulfillment, stillness, and contentment. Now, describing what behaviors and sort of psychological and emotional patterns you express or have emerged in the nonlinear levels is a little bit challenging because we're making use of the language of the linear mind. We're making use of words to try and describe non-conceptual and non-linear states. So I'll touch on the various qualities that are present in the peace level, but keep in mind that these descriptions are trying to contain the non-ordinary experiences of a non-linear level, particularly when you reach the peace and enlightenment levels, into linear concepts, into linear language patterns. And it, it doesn't quite fit, but we'll still make use of these descriptions to give you an indication of the types of 
movements and awareness and consciousness that can be observed at this level. So at the peace level, you've replaced formal religion with pure spirituality. Now, what we're terming pure spirituality is that field of consciousness out of which these higher order truths emerge. So you have a direct connection, you're directly plugged into that field of absolute truth itself. So you're not really relying on formal religion to give you direction on what's appropriate, what's resonant, what's truth and the like. You're, you're directly plugged into the source of truth itself. You also tend to perceive action in slow motion at the peace level. The things unfold in a way that synchronically do so in, in, a, in a slow motion to you. The level of awareness, the awareness you're making use of to observe the field, observe the environment at this level is kind of non-temporal. Time moves differently within this field. So to the linear mind or the, the sort of localized mind, it seems to be that things are unfolding in very slow motion, synchronistically from this level of consciousness. You experience an infinite silence in the mind at this level. Again, you are in a dimension of experience that is beyond the linear and sort of local domains of consciousness or the localized, what you experience in sort of the everyday embodied sense. So that infinite silence in the mind isn't an absence of noise and language, but rather it is the sort of substratum. It's the core of our creative existence itself. And that's where you reside. You reside in that field of pure presence and that field of pure consciousness prior to the emergence of mind. Infinite peace or what various traditions reference as the presence of the infinite is what you experience at this level of consciousness. And this is of a different dimension than the emotional and psychological peace and tranquility you experience in the other levels. This is that, again, space of being, that sort of prime creative center of existence that is prior to all sort of phenomenal emergence. You perceive total perfection and completeness at every stage of the evolutionary unfolding at this level. You perceive intrinsic beauty and see everything in your view as equally exquisite. So if we use the example of the flower, from this level to your awareness, the seed, the rosebud, the blooming flower, the withered flower are all seen as perfect and complete in their expression at each and every stage. You have a direct experience of phenomena at this level without ego narratives. You experience things as they are without any narrative overlaying what you're experiencing. You also experience an all-encompassing lovingness, that state of unconditional love. You experience feelings of oneness, of unity, 
and total freedom. And you live in the realization of inner peace as being a pervasive or ever-present truth. You have developed an awareness of the inner workings of the universe, the processes of universal unfolding at this level. And you experience non-local or wordless communication. That's communication without the verbal expressions of language. Now, in this peace field of consciousness, and I'm going to call it a field of consciousness rather than a level, because when we look at the non-ordinary fields, there's a tendency to describe them as, you know, static, fixed fields of consciousness that you emerge into, that you evolve into and sort of are locked in and you're not locked in these non-ordinary levels of consciousness or these non-linear levels of consciousness the narrative that presents an idea that you know once you reach the quote-unquote level of enlightenment or the level of peace then you know you reside in that state indefinitely and our nervous systems are able to embody or access multidimensional fields of consciousness meaning you can access the peace level alongside the willingness level alongside the love level and so on and so forth so as we begin to move into sort of the conclusion of these series, I just want to drop that little bit of nugget in there and remind you to recognize these fields of consciousness as fields of being rather than discrete levels that are maybe static or fixed in any kind of way because they're not that and neither is your access and ability to embody them. So, when we look at what's no longer experienced in the peace level, you stop perceiving a distinction between subject and object. That kind of me and not me referencing doesn't arise in this field of consciousness. In this field of consciousness, you're in that unified state. You're in oneness. You're in a field of awareness within which movement between different points of consciousness arise and are observed, but you're observing them and even participating them as the field within which the dance of creation is occurring. You're in a state of union. So those distinctions of self and not self that may be present in different levels of awareness and the other levels of awareness, it's not in this one. The other thing that doesn't arise in this level, and I, I don't know if I want to frame it as something that's been transcended, it's more that it's, it's not something that arises in this field of consciousness because this field that we're calling the peace level is prior to the arising of mental activity, the arising of mental conceptualization. So it's not so much that you've transcended the mind or that you've transcended the process of mentation 
but rather you're in that field that is prior to it. And, and you've always had a dimension of yourself that is in that field. So you've sort of returned to your um, seat of origin, if you will, at this level. So again, language is a bit tricky in, the, in describing these non-ordinary levels. You know, it might work in, in the other fields of consciousness to talk about things you no longer do or things that you transcend. But when you're taking a look at the ability to reside in your core, in that core of stillness, it's, it's not about transcendence and overcoming things anymore. It's a, a residing in your natural state, a state that's always been true and present within you. So again, we'll use language, <laughs> um, but with the recognition of the limitation of language when we're talking about these levels. So you no longer perceive or it doesn't, the perception doesn't arise that creation or evolution is something that's moving from imperfection to perfection. Rather, in this field of consciousness that we're calling the peace level, there's a recognition that movement from imperfection to perfection is an illusion, that really all is perfect and complete just as it is. And that idea of moving through time is not an idea that arises in this field, in this field of consciousness we're calling the peace level. So seeing or perceiving only as far as mental classifications of the linear mind allow doesn't really arise in this field. You are in a state of perceiving core essence at this level or in this field of awareness. Now, once again, when it comes to the challenges you encounter in these non-linear levels, we're taking a look at, once again, at the cultural narratives. And there are traditional cultural narratives of enlightenment that will talk about both at the peace level and the enlightenment level. And, and this will apply to the enlightenment level as well. That creates a prescription for what these cultural scripts call ego annihilation or ego death as a permanent end game. I view these as unhealthy models of consciousness expansion. They create an impression that enlightenment or, you know, emerging into these non-ordinary levels like the peace level is about dissolving your individuality and personal agency altogether. That enlightenment is about a loss of your selfhood as a unique point of consciousness. This has a flavor of patterns of enmeshment and fusion to it from my perspective and, and being informed by my background in psychology, anything that says you have to lose yourself, you have to merge and fuse with some other field, whether you whether they're describing that field in in this more expansive sense of enlightenment, that idea that you have to dissolve your agency or give up your agency has a flavor of enmeshment and fusion to it. A map that says union with the divine is about self-dissolution 
rather than what it actually is. Enlightenment, in its truest expression, illuminates your ability to consciously embody and reflect the divine in your own unique and expressive way. Unity doesn't mean fusion or enmeshment, nor does it mean a kind of total internal vacancy where you and your uniqueness disappear. There's a significant difference between that kind of vacancy that ego death and ego annihilation point to and the spaciousness of consciousness expansion where who you know yourself to be expands to include greater and greater expressions of consciousness. So this cultural script or model of permanent self-dissolution is one that you want to mindfully and with discernment watch out for. Inspect it. It's not psychologically healthy. It's not balanced. It's not grounded. Were you to succeed in permanently silencing ego processes, which are designed there with a purpose, they're divinely designed and put in place for a reason, you would have no filter or barrier to the innumerable flows of energy information in the environment. You would have no boundaries to stop unhealthy and unpleasant or even painful flows of data from landing in your awareness. Those ego processes, when, when the ego is healthy, are there to you know, allow information that is useful, nourishing, and healthy and disallow information and currents of energy flow that are unhealthy. And we have our, ex- our existence in a field, in an environment at this stage in our evolution that has a wide spectrum of information and energy flow ranging from enlivening and energizing to uncomfortable and congested and unhealthy. So this idea of self-dissolution is unhealthy because were you to succeed in doing that, you would leave your nervous system vulnerable to a, a very uncomfortable and even unhealthy experience. Ego processes are by design there to protect the integrity of your being, spiritually, psychologically, emotionally. They're not there accidentally. They're not a mistake. While you have your existence in the information soup of embodied life that we're currently in, you need these processes in place. So the idea of becoming enlightened is, is, a, is an idea about expanding your consciousness to include the moreness of your true nature. They're not about silencing or even, you know, even the, the language of ego annihilation has kind of a violent nature to it. And that's not coming from a healthy, congruent, integrated, and resonant place. The evolution of conscious systems creates empowered centers of consciousness that co-creatively participate in creation with agency, with individuality, with free will, with choice, with integral boundaries. So enlightenment and transcendence are about expanding your sense of self, not dissolving it altogether. While you step into your power to self-evolve, to discard internal perceptual habits that don't serve you, 
You aren't meant to lose or give up or work at deconstructing the entirety of your individuality. Life evolved to create that individuality. Life evolved to create you as an individual and unique center of consciousness. That is there by design. So you want to be mindful of the cultural narratives around enlightenment and notice their tone, notice where they're coming from. Because the expansion of consciousness is an expansion into unconditional love. Unconditional love is a warm embrace. It's about inclusion. It's about bringing in the moreness of your being. There's, there's no um, violent undertones to it, as, as you find in some of the currently active cultural narratives around enlightenment. The other challenge to in your, you might encounter at this level is forming any subconscious or unconscious impressions that nonlinear levels mean you never encounter or experience challenges. Because of how these dimensions of consciousness are often culturally described right now, you may be left with an impression that nothing challenging ever happens to you or arises in your life when you emerge to express or experience these these fields of consciousness. And that kind of an impression will make you feel confused as to why challenges are arising when they do. The emerges onto these levels of consciousness or the integration of these fields of consciousness into your overall experience of self do not mean that life stops, you know, unfolding the way that it does, that challenges stop arising, that you stop experiencing difficult or uncomfortable circumstances. Those don't end. What does emerge at these levels is, is you have a more full spectrum of consciousness to tap into that allows you more skillfulness in navigating the various, you know, hills and valleys of life as it unfolds. To deliberately calibrate to the 600 field of consciousness, to the peace field of consciousness, Begin by entertaining the reality of being able to reflect and mirror the divine. Allow yourself to dance with the idea that you are fully capable of being able to reflect and mirror the divine. You are fully capable of experiencing this dimension of your true nature. Discard any notion of the unattainability of this field of consciousness any any narrative you may have subscribed to up until now that made this field of consciousness as something to you know effort really hard for to attain is is something that you want to discard recognize that not only are you designed to be able to reflect and embody this field of consciousness but it is a part of your true nature you're already this you're already this field that is prior to mentation, that is prior to phenomenal experience, that this is an inherent part of your nature. When you recognize that you are already at your core, what these descriptions are pointing to, that you are this field of inner peace, that you are this 
pure realm of vibrancy that our nervous system registers as complete living silence that this is a part of your true nature it's not something that you attain in some future moment it's not something that you will come to understand about yourself in some distant future experience or in another lifetime it's already who and what you are at your core so recognizing that really allows you to transcend the narratives the cultural scripts that make these dimensions of consciousness out to be something that you can't experience so entertain the reality of being able to reflect and mirror the divine really allow yourself to understand embody that understanding that yes you are by design fully able and capable of being able to mirror and reflect this state of pure consciousness this state of pure bliss this state of pure inner peace now again using the language of transcendence to talk about experiencing the levels beyond 600 is again using linear language to describe these non-ordinary levels you don't actually transcend your inner self <laughs> you don't actually transcend these deeper aspects of your being rather you continue to expand to include the sort of either gradations or the other dimensions of these non-linear levels so again when it comes to expanding further out <laughs> uh, to include more of yourself you want to be unattached to the state of bliss that you experience again you want to recognize that that experience of bliss as your natural state is is free to come and go it's not something you need to cling to so that is one of the ways that you will allow yourself to continue to experience the sort of other rotations of the enlightenment or enlightened or enlightenment or transcendental spectrums that you you find at this level recognize the dynamic nature of these enlightened states these aren't states of consciousness that you embody in a flat sense you don't reach the mountaintop and are just done rather you know you you emerge onto experiencing these fields these dimensions of yourself and have an expansive unity to experience in a dynamic way in a diverse way in a varied way so consider enlightenment as an unfolding process rather than a static state to strive for or to achieve and and that will keep you open and receptive to experiencing the different rotations or the different revolutions of these non-linear levels that concludes our exploration of this level stay tuned for the continuation of the levels of consciousness series in future episodes if you're enjoying the cadest own podcast you can help grow the show by subscribing on apple and spotify and by sharing your favorite episodes with your friends and community i've got lots of resources designed to support you on your growth and deliberate creation journey 
got many videos on my YouTube channel, including affirmations and guided meditations, a free resources library with tools and worksheets you can use, books on Amazon on a number of different topics on consciousness and co-creation, online courses at my online school, including a free course on understanding the levels of consciousness. And I also share tips regularly on my blog and my newsletter and on my social channels. You can learn more and find all of these resources on my website at infinite-life.com. The link to my website is in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I'll see you next time on the Cadestone Podcast.